Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, as always, Tony Defio. So thank you for joining me on this bitterly cold late January Friday night. Of course, that's as you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook, which you can find all of our, our live shows on now, both YouTube and Facebook. So please like our YouTube channel and like our Facebook page, and you can check us our, our live shows out there. But if you're listening on one of our audio platforms, maybe it's a Saturday and it's nice and sunny where you are in the world, but you, you can catch all of our podcasts on, on, on whether it's live or audio only on any audio platform and and we have a variety of, of podcasts, both live and audio only, including this show, The Steelers Hangover, The Scobro Show, The Curtain Call, which used to be the, the uh, Know Your Enemy, hosted by Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict on Wednesday nights. Now it's The Curtain Call. We have, um, let's see if I'm missing any, I'm sure I am, The uh, Touchdown Under Show with Maddie uh, Peverall and Mark Davison. The guys from Australia, I finally got their names right. There's Mark Davidson right there in the live chat. So there you go. Perfect timing. Then we have our audio-only shows, including the retro show with me and Brian Anthony Davis. Uh, we have the live mic with Michael Beck, the stat geek with, with Dave Schofield. Let's Ride with, with Jeff Hartman. And I think that just about covers it. I'm sure there's some others out there. There's so many. Oh, yeah. There's the cap room. That's a new one. That's the... Uh, that's where one of the, the 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 Australian blokes, and forgive me which one for not knowing which one. I, every week I always forget something about those guys, but it's a new show where, where they discuss the uh, 
the Steelers very uh, complicated and intricate cap situation, which is always uh, both of those things every year, especially this year. So please check that out. Check out Behind Silk Curtain, the website where we bring you countless articles each and every day. There's, there's every time something happens, every time I, I you know, we're all on this, uh, this Slack app, the whole Behind Silk Curtain writing and podcasting team. And every time, every time something happens, I look down and I see somebody saying, we got it. I got it. You want it? I'll take it. That's either Dave Schofield, Jeff Hartman, or, or Michael Beck. They're, they're always on top of everything. So please check that out. As we like to say, it's your one-stop shop for all your Steelers needs. So uh, I want to welcome everybody to the live chat. There's George Teston. As I said, Mark Davidson, Felicia Ballard, Alex Dingy. I like that. Reminds you of, of uh, All in the Family. You Dingbat. But if that's not how you pronounce your name, I'm sorry. It's still, it reminds me of All in the Family, regardless. Jared Devil, John Moore, Guy Rowe, Dean McRae, the one R1. I don't know what that means, but it seems pretty cool. Seems like it would be like a DJ name. So uh, uh, welcome to everybody. And uh, as always, I have a few topics I wanted to discuss. And, and here we are, what, three weeks into the offseason, and the news never seems to stop with this team. And uh, here's a, uh, a, a quick question from Yeti. How are you tonight, Tony? I'm fine. I'm fine. I have to go back to work tomorrow. This is like my Sunday night, so I'm not too happy about that. But before I know, it'll be next Wednesday, and it'll be which is my Friday. That's how. That's what I do now on my new job. I, I count days because you know, like a lot of people out there, I, I, I'm I, I'm living the dream. So I'm doing fine. So thank you for asking. Um, but uh, the first topic I wanted to discuss was Art Rooney II, the team president's uh, annual conference with the media, which he held on Thursday. And he did discuss many things, mainly the Steelers uh, financial situation, uh, especially as it pertains to quarterback Ben Roethlisberger and the uh, $41 million price tag that his uh, contract is, or at least how much of that counts against the cap. And right after the season ended, there was specu obviously speculation as to whether or not he would Ben Roethlisberger would come back next year. You know, he's 38, he'll be 39 in, in about a month. Um, and uh, the fact that the Steelers are so cap strapped and the fact that they're going to owe him $19 million as it currently stands of that 41 million. I don't know if people know this. I, 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 I have a hard time with the cap too, but I, I finally got this part down. I think, I think it's like 21 or 22 million or 21.5 or whatever. They can't do anything about that. That's dead money. That's what dead money means. You, you can't revive dead money, right? You can't revive a, 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 a well, I'm not going to say that, but you can't revive dead money. So that 22 million, there's nothing they can do about that. But the 19 million, that's, that's, uh, uh, that's something that, that they can fix either through a, uh, a, a pay cut or a, a contract extension or restructuring of some sort. So, uh, People were wondering if the Steelers would just move on from from Ben and 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 pocket that 19 million, or if he would retire and allow them to pocket that 19 million, or if if he would come back next year, or if they would welcome him back. Well, Art the Second kind of uh, he shed some light on that on Thursday by saying that the Steelers do want Ben to come back next year. They're open to that possibility, but he can't come back under, under his current contract because it's just too much of a financial liability for them with their current uh, 
situation. I think as of last week, they were like 29 million over. I don't know what it is right now. It changes daily, I guess. I, I didn't really check that. I was checking other salary uh, cap things, but not the Steelers' la uh, latest um, situation. But whatever it is, they're, they're, it's going to take a lot of work to get to get into compliance, and that's exactly what he said. But, but he did say he wants he's open to Ben coming back. And for his part, Ben, at least according to Ed Bichette the, uh, of The Athletic, a longtime Steelers insider, he said that he texted Ben and Ben said he wants to come back and he'll do whatever he can to, to, to help the Steelers in their current situation. So at least now we know that not only does Ben want to come back, but the Steelers are open to him coming back. It's just a matter of can they, can they work everything out as far as the contract? And uh, I have no doubt that they're going to, to come to a compromise because if, if they were going to, if they were, if if the Steelers were ready to move on from Ben, I think they would have they would have done so by now, or or you would have heard rumblings of that, right? I mean, if they if they thought he was done and washed up or washed, as the cool kids say nowadays, if they thought that Ben had nothing left to give, why why would they even why would they bring him back at any price, even even a pay cut, even even a, a straight up hard line? We want you to take a pay cut. Not not an extension, but we, why would they why would they bring him back if they thought he had nothing left to give? Right, like I said last week, you don't need a thirty nine year old quarterback who's washed up to, to to help you through a through a, a a rough patch if you think that's where you're headed as an organization. So, I think if they thought that that he was done and they had no chance of of competing uh, with him or without him, they, they they wouldn't ask him to come back. They they would just they would politely ask him to retire or do the unthinkable and, and release him. Right. So uh, I think what's going to happen is the, 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 the obvious answers are going to, they're going to extend this contract. All they can really uh, manipulate is that 19 million. So if they can extend him through maybe another three years, even if he only plays one more year and maybe a third of that 19 million counts against the cap as dead money each year, through like what, let's see, 21, 22, through 2023, I think that's their best bet. You know, I, I'm no, again, I'm no capologist. I don't know how exactly how this stuff works, but I think that's what they're, that's what they're going to do. They're going to restructure. Uh, he'll still get his 19 million, but it'll, it'll just be prorated over the next few years. Uh, I'm sure that, that, you know, you can't just restructure a contract without any adding any money to it from my, what is, at least that's my understanding. So they'll probably give him a small raise nothing significant or a, or a small bonus or whatever. And, and uh, that's how they'll rework it. And I don't know how you guys feel about it. Actually, I know how a lot of you feel about it, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm not going to lie. I'm happy. I know a lot of people want them to move on from him. They want him to retire. They think he's done, but the, you know, I, I'm still a fan of the players and this guy is so special to me as a, as a player, I've, you know, I've all, I realized that he's never been really the closest. He's really, he's never really gotten close to with the fans. Like some other players have, you know, maybe that's a franchise quarterback thing. I've only lived through two of them, Bradshaw and him. So I don't know how that, you know, it works. You know, maybe they can't really get close to the fans. Like, like uh, other position players can, I don't know, but, but it doesn't matter to me. I just appreciate what he's done on the field and what he's done for the organization since 2004 and um, 
in many ways, I think he's the best player that they've ever had. You know, I know that's going to sound bla- blasphemous to some people because, you know, Joe Green, and Terry Bradshaw, and Jack Lambert, and you name them. There's so many you can, you can, Rod Woodson, my goodness, Rod Woodson, you know, but I, I just think he's, he's such a, he was such a gifted, he's such a gifted player for them. He's obviously not in his, his prime anymore, but, but just the, the fan of me wants, wants to see him come back and, and give it another go because, you know, I, I just think he's just, he's a, a special talent, a, a, a unique talent. And there have been very few quarterbacks, <clears throat> excuse me, throughout the history of the NFL who can do what Ben has been able to do. The, the, the combination of, of, of mobility and <clears throat> arm strength and accuracy and the, the desire to make things happen when a play breaks down and not just run for 20, 30 yards or whatever, but, but to, uh, to scramble around in, in the, in, in the pocket and out, out of the pocket and, and look for receivers downfield. I just think he has such a, a unique skill set that, uh, we might, you know, you, you just don't, you just don't see what the kind of things that he, he could do in his prime. So I still think he has, he has a lot left and I want to see him play another year, maybe even two. So that part of me is, is happy about that. But the other part is I think he's the logical, the more logical part is I think he gives them the best chance to win of, of the quarterbacks on their roster right now. He gives them the best chance to compete next year. You know, I, you know, uh, yeah, Mason, the, the opinions on Mason Rudolph are, are so funny because, you know, either he has no shot of being anything or people are like, oh, he was good against Cleveland. So uh, I'm very optimistic about him. And I think he can, he could be the man, you know, there's, there's no in between with that guy, but you know, chances are he'll be an above average quarterback. So, uh, you know, why people are, are, are eager to get to, to that, um, phase of Steelers, uh, history. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I just think uh, so many people are, are, are just in, in today's world, with social media and, and maybe it's that fantasy football mentality, but people are so quick to want to move on from players. And I, and I realize it's, it's weird saying quick for a guy that's been here for 17 years um, and who's closing in on 40 really fast. But, you know, once you move on from a guy like that, there's no turning back. You know, uh, I know a lot of people think it's, it's, it's like snapping your finger to, to get another quarterback and, when you have all these uh, these other quarterbacks who are re- requesting trades and maybe in bad situations, you think, well, all right, they're, they're going to get those guys and bring them in. But, you know, looking at the numbers, I, I don't know if it's going to be that easy. You know, like, for example, uh, who is it? Uh, Carson Wentz. I think his, his here's a guy who's just has a, a ton of question marks, right? He's 28. He's obviously young enough. Uh, you have him under control as far as a contract for a number of years, but here's a guy that's that you know you're, you're looking to you know try to get some cap relief, and this guy's gonna his base salary is like twenty million a year, not before roster bonuses and anything like that. Same thing with Matthew Stafford, believe it or not, he's I think his his base salary for this year is like twelve million or ten million or whatever it is, but his roster bonus is another ten million, so that's twenty million right there. So you're not really going to gain much relief from, from either one of those guys financially. And are you really, are you really uh, 
confident that either one of them can be the leader of your team. I'm certainly not based on what they've done for their respective teams. I'm not confident either one of those guys. I mean, I, I know they're both talented and, um, you know, they, they, they've, they've showed some flashes in the past and they've had some good years and they put up some good numbers, but you know, when, you know, when, when push comes to shove, they, they haven't produced in the postseason. You know, I realize a player like Wentz, a lot of that has to do with his health, but still uh, a, a quarterback that, that has had a history with, with that, you know, at, at, at this point of his career, I realize you know, Ben has had some problems, but you know, not, not like Wentz has had, I don't think not, not, not through the first five years of his career. So, and of course uh, the other guy that people are, are clamoring for is Deshaun Watson. And, you know, I just read on Yahoo before I came on, on the show that his, his team, the Texans aren't going to honor his request for a trade. And guess what? I don't blame them because they'd be idiots to trade Deshaun Watson. I don't care how much he, 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 he says he wants traded. The guy's going to be making $40 million in 2022. He's not going to walk away from the NFL if he doesn't get traded from the Texans. You know, a few conversations, a few personnel moves, and, you know, he'll probably, he'll likely be feeling good about things again. That's usually how it works in sports. When you got a guy like that who's 25 years old, who's in the prime of his career, not maybe hasn't even, even hit the prime of his career, uh, you know, you do whatever you can to make things work with that guy. You don't, you don't suddenly get rid of him. That would just be idiotic. So, you know, those guys, I don't think any of those guys I just mentioned are realistic. I, obviously, I don't think Mason Rudolph's the answer yet. Obviously, I'm not confident in Dwayne Haskins. Ben's the guy right now, as far as I'm concerned. As far as who the, who can lead them to a on a playoff run, you know, whether you think, you know, wh wh whatever you think their ceiling is for 2021, whether you think it's a Super Bowl title or or – one and done, whatever you think that ceiling is, Ben has the, the best chance of getting them there. So I, I'm not ready to move on from him. And, and I'm glad that, that, that they're publicly, both parties are publicly talking about uh, coming to a compromise for 2021. So that's, uh, that's my first topic. Let's see, we have uh, any comments as I was rambling on. Here's one from Chad Landsman from Facebook. And he says, what do you want Ben to play for five years? Because they have bad quarterbacks. You rebuild like the Steelers did in the 1970s. Thank you, Chad. Because you are, that's a nice segue into my next topic. Because uh, why do you care about whether or not they, they rebuild next year? Why are you, why are you, when I say you, not just you, Chad, but a lot of people, why are you so eager to see them rebuild? You know, because guess what? Once a team starts to rebuild, uh, that, that re, the rebuilding might never stop. Here's a, here, if you you know, if you're listening on, on one of the audio platforms, I'm wearing a pirate shirt. And if you're watching on YouTube and Facebook, you can see them wearing a pirate shirt. I'm a big time pirates fan. I'm a long suffering pirates fan. And with the exception of maybe five years since, since I was about 12 years old, they've been rebuilding and the rebuilding never seems to stop. And I, and I realize it's a, it's a completely different system in major league baseball. Uh, I actually wrote about this a week or so ago about how, you know, the, the markets that were re represented in the uh, conference title games, you would never see that in the, in the um, baseball playoffs because it, it's, it's the haves and the have nots in, in, in baseball, whereas the NFL is, is a league of parity and, and, and small market teams can thrive. So 
I realize it's a different system, but you never know. You never know what what can happen to a team when it when it falls under a when it hits a rough patch. I mean, we you, you might think you know the rebuilding will take two or three years, but it might take fifteen years. And what's you know what's is this really the kind of team that you can that you you need to blow up and rebuild? I mean, it's this is a, a, a defense that is maybe hasn't even reached its peak yet. You know, it's a defense that they just rebuilt into an elite unit, one that, that has uh, lead, has led the NFL in sacks for like a half a decade. Now it's taking the football away. Now it has a, a pretty elite secondary. Uh, um, obviously, the line's always been solid. The linebackers are, are spectacular, at least uh, T.J. Watt and, 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 and uh, Devin Bush – or T.J. Watt is. Devin Bush has a chance to be, and uh, obviously Bud Dupree's probably gone. But uh, Alex Highsmith – has shown showed some promise in his rookie year. So this is a pretty elite defense. So can you really even rebuild if you wanted to, can you blow it up? You know, even if you tried to rebuild, it might not be uh, any better than an eight and eight or seven to nine. You know, is that good enough to get you to kind of draft pick you want? No, you know, I mean, they, they were without Ben two years ago and they almost made the playoffs because they're, they're, they're overall, the overall talent on their roster, especially on their defense was so good. That that they almost they it almost got him into the playoffs. So is this really a team you can bl- blow things up with? I don't think it is. I think it's there's even when they make their uh, free agent decisions on people like Juju and and of course uh, um, Mike Hilton and, and those guys, you know, it's still going to be a, a a pretty good roster. So why wouldn't you want to have your best option at quarterback to get you through, even if it's just one more year? You know, I think if you have a chance to compete. You, you compete. You never know what, what can happen when you make it to the playoffs. I realize that, that their last few or last couple of trips anyway have been disastrous and their last three playoff games have been, um, been uh, they, they've been blown out. They've been bullied. They've been kicked around. You know, if you go back to the AFC title game following the 2016 season, but uh, I, I think, it, it, you know, if you're a fan, you should want that, that rebuilding to be delayed for as long as possible. And, and if you don't want to buy into the whole pirates, small market thing from baseball, just the franchise quarterback thing. I mean, I mean, just look around, look at the history. Uh, look what the Dolphins have been going through since Dan Marino retired 20, over 20 years ago, the Broncos, right? I mean, uh, John Elway had to go out and get Peyton Manning because his, his, his uh, attempt at, 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 at getting again quarterback in the first round, Tim Tebow was such a, a, I hate to say disaster because he, he he actually was a phenom, <laughs> at least a media phenom, uh, or at least a media sensation, but he wasn't the answer. So you had to go out and get Peyton Manning, who was, what, 36, 37, right? They still haven't found that guy. You know, they've had guys like like Brian Greasy and Jake Plummer and you name it. Now they're going with Drew Locke. They're still trying to find that answer. Uh, so who who else? Uh, you know, the 49ers since uh, since Steve Young. You know, they got lucky. They had Joe Montana and, and then they, they, I don't, I don't want to say got lucky because they went out and, and traded for, for Steve Young when Montana was still there, but, but they got lucky in that Steve Young actually fulfilled his uh, potential and or reached his potential and, and, and won him another Super Bowl. but they've been trying to, they've gotten back to a couple since the Steve Young era with that, with Kaepernick and with uh, Garoppolo, but they obviously haven't won it. And, and who knows, uh, you know, they're, their quarterback situation seems to be up in the air again. 
you know, Garoppolo, he, he showed a lot of promise um, his first couple of years in San Francisco. Now people are talking about uh, them moving on from him and bringing in guys like Carson Wentz and, and, uh, and Stafford. So, you know, once you move on from Ben, once you move on from that guy, you know, the chances are it's going to be a lot. It's not just going to be a one or two lean years. It's going to be a lot of lean years. So to me, you know, sports are entertainment and I'm not looking to blow things up just because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm weary of, of, of the players that they have now. I'm not weary of these players. I don't, I, I'm not eager to see uh, uh, fresh blood at the quarterback position. You know, I'm, I, I want to see them continue on with Ben until he absolutely can't play anymore because once he's gone, then things are going to look pretty bad as far as, in my opinion, more than likely. So on that happy note, I will, uh, this this brings to a close the first half of this episode of the Steelers Friday night six pack. If you're watching on YouTube and Facebook, don't go anywhere. If you're listening on one of the audio platforms, please download episode or not episode two, part two of this episode of the Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.